We don't treat humans here. Uh, he's not human. <laughs> Whatever. Then, uh, where's the garbage? Oh, fill this out and go wait in there. You have to fill out a form just to throw something in the garbage? That sucks. Beavis, you're a stupid dumbass. Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Howdy-ho! Hi, Bruce. Hey, what's going on? Not much. Very, yeah, very, very quiet in the pinball world. Yeah, <laughs> I know. There's nothing going on <laughs> Nothing at all. going on at all. Welcome to episode 138. We're back. This is the last, last one of the year. Yes, we of the made decade. it another year of the decade. Yes, is it, is it the decade or is it not the decade? Uh, because some people say it ends at the ten. And yeah, not a, they're probably the right, but whatever. I don't. We're gonna do no, whatever. No, okay. So we're we're gonna do a decade in review. Yes, it's gonna be. Bruce came up with it. An actual good idea. Go yeah, go figure. It's amazing. I'm like, wow, that's actually a good idea because. The state of pinball was it was quite different than it is now. Let's just yep. say that. Yeah, it was an anarchy 10 years ago. It, it seems like every 10 years, it was bad. Like at the end of 99, it was bad. End of 09, it was bad. And now, it's good. Ooh. But that's later on. That's later on. First, there were, there were major, major reveals that happened since the last time we spoke. Yes, there were. I cannot wait to talk about this game. Uh, well, yeah, one in particular I, I know is that by far the biggest reveal. Yes. And that would be Punny Factory. Yes, Punny Factory. I love it. Can't wait to play Punny Factory. Oh, my God. It's going to be so rocking good. You know, they may have had the worst timing ever. Yeah, I think so, too. Because I think they literally revealed this the first day, the same day as another game was revealed. Yes. And and one that you might be getting. I am getting. Oh, my God. And we are talking about... Go ahead, Bruce. No, no, no. I'll let you. No, I no, 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 the... no, no. After you. Oh, no, 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 no. I bought with another person we were partnering for a BSE. What does that mean, Bruce? What's a BSE? Blood Sucker Edition of Rick and Morty. So wait a minute. Mr. Anti-Spooky, yes. Bruce, is getting a spooky game. Yes, because they finally got a good theme. I've been told this is a good theme. Oh, God, you haven't watched this show at oh, all. Oh, no, have I you? have watched the show. I've I okay. watched at least six episodes now, Bruce. Okay, and? It's just good. <clears throat> Very nice. I like keep on doing it the whole show. Oh, yeah, okay. Are you impersonating um, Rick with that? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, he does that a lot. Yes, he very, does. Very classy. It's it's Morty, 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 Morty. That's all you think about. Every every minute, there's going to be at least a Morty or a Rick in there. I don't know. It's South Park in space. Yes. No, it's actually Back to the Future. Okay, it's Back to the Future in, in South Park in space. Yes. So Rick and Morty was revealed. Yes, it was. 
Uh, it was revealed, I think, a couple days after we went on last for a teaser. Teaser. The teaser trailer. And then they said the teaser is going to be Christmas. And then all of a sudden, the weekend before Christmas on a Sunday night, oh, it was, what, Sunday the 15th? 15th. We get a reveal at 8 o'clock at night saying tomorrow morning at 10 Eastern time, games are going on sale, 750 750 instead. What do they do? The other ones, they were like 500? 500, and of course, TNA is still going on, which is... Because it's great. Dead silence. Okay. So, Rick and Morty. Yes. First, the, the funny, the teaser came out. Yes. Then, like, pictures of underneath the playfield came out, so everyone's trying to figure out, you know, the playfield from underneath. Yes. Which was funny. Which the only thing you could really tell is that there was no left slingshot, and that's a pop bumper instead. Mm-hmm. And three flippers. Yeah. And then the reveal. Ah. So what? What do you? What did you think when you first saw it? I liked it a lot. I liked the. Uh, there's a multiple shots for the right flipper, the right upper flipper, which is nice. It seems like there's multiple shots for. It seems very balanced, which I liked. It reminds me a little bit of Jurassic Park with the multiple in in lanes, you know, for your shots for your upper flipper also, which is cool. What, wait, multiple in lanes? It has a standard. No, no, like... no, no. On your multiple lanes to shoot from your right upper flipper. Oh, okay. That's what I liked about it. Like Jurassic Park does. You have two shots. You have two shots for that. It, I really do. I think it's going to be a cool game. I like the Denasi. 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 Denisi. I'm going to say Denasi because it sounds better. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 2.0 locked, which is really cool. It reminds you of a little bit of, what was it? Uh, what's the game everyone's comparing it to for the, the loop? Uh, Silverball Mania? No, the failed one. The failed game that... Uh, oh, the, the failed game. Could you be more vague? The newest game that came out that was only like they are going to build 100 of them, then they built 10 of them. From Europe. Uh, oh, the what? Mafia game? Mafia, yes. But uh, two ramps, the pop bumper for the slingshot for uh, the left-hand side, a magna save. With the button in the right position, by the, the way. The button in the perfect position. What I didn't like about the reveal, there's a couple things I did not like. They showed you, first in the video, the Bloodsucker Edition. So you're thinking, wow. But they didn't tell you it was the Bloodsucker Edition. They just showed this beautiful picture of this game with the beautiful side rails. And then when they did the reveal, they showed, oh, here's the regular cabinet. And literally, the regular cabinet looks like ass for the without the side art, without the back box lighting, without everything. So all these things are options. Like the Bloodsucker Edition is the purple trim. Yes. That's all it is. Like it doesn't include like the speaker nope. mods or any of the other th like the um... – Plastic protectors, other stuff that you would order. No uh, shaker motor, no butter cabinet, of course. You know, you know that's all extra. And now, when you after you get your, when you're getting in line, when we're we're all in line now, you'll be able to when it comes up to your time, pick your options, I guess, beforehand, and then yeah, go from there. Yeah, that's what they do. I'm familiar with their ordering. Yes. As, as I have my TNA. And yes, when, when, when your order is up, it'll say, you know, like, here's a list of extra things you can have put on if you want. And what did you get on your extra? I got the plastic protectors, and that was it. Okay. 
But what we didn't mention is, yes, these went on order. 750. How long did that last, Bruce? Four hours, and the whole website was screwed in the beginning. They got overwhelmed. Yes. Basically, you could either get it through distributor, which it seemed like Pinball Star was the main one, yes. as far as I could see, at least on the Pinside post I was reading, or you can get it from Spooky. Spooky's site died immediately. Yes, it did. I finally got onto the site around 11 o'clock, but I didn't buy from him. I bought from Pinball Star. Yeah, I guess he basically you got a, an email with a link. Yep. And then you would, I guess his site was not slow, or at least was working. No, it was just it was just a PayPal link. That's all it was. Oh, there you go. So yeah, yeah no so wonder really, that worked. Yes. So then uh, he wouldn't accept the pending until he knew how many spots he got, and when he did, then he came back and actually said, "Approved, approved, approved." And I think he, I don't know if he did not. I don't know if he denied anybody. I haven't heard yet. Well, you forgot another thing. What's that? In order to be in on this pre-order, you yes, had to for the be blood, for the bloodsucker. Um, no, I th- th- yes, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Basically, to get in on this early ordering, mm-hmm. you had to be a member of the fan club. Yes. So, Bruce, are you a member of the fan club? Yes. Of course, you are. So when 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 did you join? Like immediately when the teaser trailer came out? Yes. Okay. So here we go. Well, let Here's me the... ask you this question, as we, we okay. have not spoke. Yes. Did you get anything back from them saying that they were a member of the fan club? I got a email stating it, and I will get my stuff in sometime in January. Okay. I never, other than the email that like I made an order, I never yeah. got anything. Ooh, maybe you should talk to them and. You know, mm, maybe I should. But I just got the email that said, like, here's your order. And if I go, if I log into it and look at it, it says the order is processed. But it looked like everyone was getting this letter and stuff about yes. how to order Rick and Morty and all that. And I never got that. But this was a great cash cow for him. Oh, yeah. Because you think about it. How much was the fan club? $45. Now, if you sold 750 Rick and Mortys, how much did Spooky make for doing... Literally, easy money. $33,750. That's pretty good. So that's like selling, well, it's selling five games at least, you know, six, you know, because they were $7,000 each, the games. And if you wanted the blood No, no, they were $69.95. Get it right, Bruce. Okay, and then $525 extra for the Bloodsucker Edition. So you think about it, that's $7,500. They sold almost five Bloodsucker editions worth of memberships for nothing, except for these little packets that you'll get, if you get, like you're stating. Yeah. Uh, and also, I would say a large majority of the people who got this game got the Bloodsucker edition. Yes, because the Bloodsucker edition first is first. It's first, but if 85% are getting it, then are you really first anymore? Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was a little bit of a over uh oh shit you know so whoever ordered the regular see in 16 months yep i don't see tna being made too much no (laughs) no i I don't i don't they're they're going to be in full rick and morty mode yes for the next year and a half probably which i'm sure they'll be very happy to be and they have uh, the support of uh rick and morty creator Voice custom voice out, voice comments. Yeah, that was that was the key is the fact that the guy who does Rick and Morty, it's one guy, does both voices and they got yes. him. That that's the key. 
that was the key to Family Guy. You know, they got Seth yes. MacFarlane, so you got like all the voices. As soon as they put that on there, it's like, okay, this is going to sell out. I mean, why wouldn't it sell out? Exactly. So why didn't you order one? I have to play it first. Oh, God, no, I can't. Oh, oh, God, no, that's just, oh, oh. I mean, so everyone complains about TIE Fighter on a spring, you know, Little Deadpool on a spring. This thing's got a spaceship on a spring. Yes. But it's lit up. Yes. So it's better. It's like, uh, it's almost like uh, the spaceship size. Looks like it's about the size of AFM. When I first saw the game, honestly, I thought it looked like a homebrew. It, it does a little it, bit it of looks the like a home, It looks like if I was at Expo and I had a row of homebrews, I would see this there. Yeah. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that that was my first impression. You can definitely tell it's an EC design because of the uh, the numbers on the bottom for the ball save again, which is nice. Looks like they're using it again from TNA. Mm-hmm. That great game, TNA. Yep. I'll continue. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, hey, hey. So I thought I lost you for a few seconds. Uh, and uh, a couple other, you know, nice things. The Denisi Lock 2.0 with the double drop targets are going to be pretty cool. Illuminated drop targets. Ew. That was the cool part Bye. to me. Did you notice that? They're actually yes. illuminated. Yes. And I also like the uh, magnet save, magnet, you know, strength telling. You know, that's kind of cool, too. So it looks like it's going to be pulse, pulse. You can actually not just one hit. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, be more like Jungle Lord, uh, Solar yes. Fire type, and, and less like Black Knight. Yes, like it just I like. It. Yeah. I like being able to have more control. Of course you do. You're all about control, Bruce. Oh, I am all about the speed. Yeah, so that was pretty cool to see. So uh... The funny thing is, it sold the initial ones, it, it was this big rush, and then the only ones left were on Spooky site. Yes. So then you could get you could get like a couple of bloodsuckers, and then they sold out, and then the standards sold out. Yep. And then it was gone. And it was gone. So then now, Ron's got all this money stocked away, and what's he gonna do with it? What do you mean? What I'm gonna? Uh, you know, if I want to play Rick and Morty, I'll just come down to Silver Ball Saloon. Of course. You know, or I'll go to the Sanctum because they're getting one. Yes, they are. So there's absolutely no reason for me to get one. I will be able to play this. Mark Carvey came by to the Silver Ball Saloon a week and a half ago. Mark Harvey of the Sanctum came by. And of uh, Flipside, his bar himself. He owns a bar in uh, Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. And uh, he stopped by the bar and was, I think, really impressed, which is great. You know, I was very happy. And we he played games for a couple hours, said the games were in really nice shape. So thank you, Mark, for stopping by. You like how I explained who that was? Yes, I know, because I knew you would. Well, no, we, we, we actually need to get better in that. I've noticed on our podcast lately where we just say people's names, like, Billy no Bob explanations, Smith. like, you know, like oh, everyone will know what we're talking about. Well, no. Well, then, we have to tell that Mr. Danassi. Danassi. Yeah, okay, good. Is the designer of both games, of TNA and of Rick and Morty. The classic TNA and his new game, Rick and Morty, yes. yes. See, so we had to say that, too. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Okay, good. <laughs> okay. So now you have all this cash. You're going to spend it on something else. What else could you spend it on? Well, maybe I can spend it on another show I've never seen. Neither I've seen it five episodes, and I did not like it. I actually hated it. And that would be Stern's latest game, the worst-kept secret in pinball, Stranger oh, Things. God, I know. I mean, we've known that this is going to be Stranger Things forever. Then the actual, it appears that the promo video was leaked. By somebody. By somebody. But it's on someone else's like YouTube channel. It's not on Stern's. Yep, but it's it's it is the it is not a fake. I mean, it's obviously the 
promo video. I, I would assume what they were showing was a premium mm-hmm. in the promo video. Yeah, with the magnets on the back box. Yeah, so yes. Stranger Things by Brian Eddy, your guy, Mr. Fan. Yep. And I'm sure you were happy to see it is a fan layout. Of course it is. Of course it is. So I'm sure you were very happy. And it is doing some unique shit with projectors. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're definitely they're trying some new stuff with this. Yes. So what what are they trying, Bruce? What does it look like? The, well, first, there's it's a ball lock, actually, in the back box. Ball lock? No, it's not in the back box. Okay, let's try that again. Back, okay. It's a ball lock in the back panel. Think KISS Premium, yes. but instead of, like, it moving, it literally just, like, it holds Hold the ball there. there. Yep. Like, does it actually stay there? I don't know. I think what it probably does, it probably goes to a, a holding area to lock the ball. It has to, they, but in the video, they showed it like there with well, multiple no. balls, though. Well, what they do, I think they probably kick them up, and the magnet stays on, gets all three up there, and then drops it. All right. That's the way I'm thinking. Yeah, I can't be, see I it just think, holding it no, there the whole time. It'll, it'll blow up. It'll, yeah, it'll blow, blow up the fuse. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's how I think they're going to do it. They're going to kick it up, each one, drop down. But the biggest thing is a projector. On almost like the middle of the playfield. Yeah, the middle of the playfield. They have this big thing that looks like an old drive, yes, drive-in, drive-in theater like screen. Yep. And they're using a projector, which looks like it's it's under the apron. Yes. Uh, kind of like where the lasers were, or the yeah, for Star Trek on, on Star Trek for the disco multi ball there, and it projects to a screen, and then the screen will actually come down to create a ramp, revealing this um thing. Behind yeah, it, the Gorg, I don't know what it is. And you, you hit it into his mouth, I guess. Oh, my. Yeah. So let's see. A Brian Eddy design where we have a fan layout with something in the middle that middle you hit. That you hit. Yeah. Hmm. Where have we seen this before? Yeah, I know. Go figure. Multiball! Super jackpot! Oh, baby! Unfortunately, the bad thing is someone's not doing the rules with him. No, no lineman on this one. Nope. He's busy with Elvira. Yep, and unfortunately, you get Lonnie. Boy, you you just do not poor Lonnie. No, I don't. I do not like Lonnie. Come on, man. Rinse and repeat is bad. You know what he's gonna do? Lonnie's gonna do. I got all these great ideas. Here we go, and it's gonna be recopy of AFM or Medieval Madness from, which is good because it is Lyman, but there's no originality, none. Wow, before the game is even out, he's not even giving him a chance. You watch. Okay. I will. I will. Take note. I will mm-hmm. be watching. There's a ton of uh, inserts. Yes, there is. On the play field. Oh, my inserts. God. Is there any actual wood on the play field? It's all no, just like inserts. So. so what did you think of this, Mr. Ron? Uh, I think it's going to have issues if you want to put pin stadiums in it. Oh, I think so, too. Yeah. This game is designed to be dark. Yes, To show is. off the projection. Yes, it has to. I mean, the art... It's not the Photoshop art. It's the it's the painted art, but it's like it's just char- the pictures of the characters from the mm-hmm. show. Who I don't know who any of them are. This is weird in that like this might be one of the first theme games I can think of ever made where I have absolutely no clue. Yeah, I watched like the two or three first episodes, and I was bored of the show already. I did not do anything for me. Even Rick and Morty, although I hadn't seen the episodes till recently, I knew who they were. I no, know what, I knew what they looked like. So if I saw the game, I'd be like, oh, okay, I know what that is. But this is one of the first ones I can truly say, like, I have no clue what this is about, who any of these characters are. The good thing, though, is it is a current theme. Yes. 
So I will give them props for both companies that they're actually not doing monsters from 40 years ago and that kind of stuff. This is actually for Stern, a true current theme. Stranger Things is very popular right now. Don't worry. When Led Zeppelin comes out, we'll go back to the old thing. Yeah, I know. But at least they're doing that. And now it looks like with the marketing for Spooky, they're both grabbing hot new themes. And it hasn't happened for Stern. God, when was the last one you actually so say? So you don't think Avengers, you don't think like the biggest no, comic book movie is, is a hot theme? No, because it wasn't when it was released. It was a year after the movie. And it wasn't very well integrated. The best integration before Strange, well, I don't know about Stranger Things, but in the past was Family Guy. The show was still hot. It was just just canceled, but at least no, it was, no, 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 no. Get your timelines right. You're so wrong, Brucey. Two thousand seven. No, no, no. Two thousand seven. We'd already been back on for several years. Okay, so there you go. Come on. But still, it was still a hot. Yes. Yep, and they had all the assets at that point. You had like your, you know, the chicken. Yep. You know, all, all the different sketches were on there, and you got all the voices. That was the last game I can actually say they really did well with asset management and current. So Iron Man wasn't current. No, it was already one year. Or what, yeah, Iron but Man Iron Man Two out. was out. Like came out right when the the game it came, came out, out. Like, and it didn't really integrate much into it except for the one, you know, except for uh, the Whiplash. That's all it did. And Iron, you know, War Machine. But it had and quotes from the movies. And that was a year and a half after. Year and a half after. Okay. It really didn't. Not as. And you got only movie clips. This, as I said, with with Spooky, they're getting the guy. Yeah, well, yeah. That's the other thing we didn't really mention about Stranger Things. It looks like it actually has, you know, the the people from the show. It uses clips from the show. It has voice clips from the show. Well, they said the voices are not exactly right. Okay, who said the voices are not exactly right? Some people right? on inside, so, so I, they, I don't they know. they looked at the trailer know. and said, no, the voices aren't right. I know. I know. Okay. I know. I'm, I'm going by what people are I don't know. I don't ever watch, you know, I haven't watched a show, and I, I cannot get into a show. I, I wasn't a big X-Files fan. That's what it looks like, almost like to me, this show, and just nothing. Not, not an bad. X-Files fan. Oh, man, you've just lost your geek card. I hate fucking X-Files. My wife loves it. I hate it. Okay. But at least they're both companies are getting good themes. Not like, you know, Hot Wheels. Hot okay. Okay. Let's let's <laughs> explain. What what is Hot Wheels supposed to be? Oh, it's supposed to be American Pinball's next game. <laughs> really? Hot Wheels. Yes, Hot Wheels. Like like the little cars. Yes. Alright. It is not popular. It is popular still for kids that who are Four to twelve, and some adults, very few adults. Well, four to twelve-year-olds with like twenty, thirty-year-old parents will surely be buying the six thousand-dollar game for Hot Wheels. Yeah, seven thousand. Seven thousand-dollar game to make their kid happy with Hot Wheels. Of course they will. Instead no. of just getting them Hot Wheels. Exactly. You can buy a lot of fucking Hot Wheels. <laughs> That's true. But it's it just like I saw that, and I'm like, oh my god, American Pinball. If you want to survive scrap all your stuff and get a good theme. You're going to see what everyone's talking about. Theme is king. Just take all the money from the redemption machines they're, they're making, because they don't make just pinballs, Yes. and just get all that money and get a damn license. Yes, Like with a real artists. license. Because, I'm sorry, 
These these are not good. No, they're terrible. If you want to be in business, you're seeing how these other companies are. Yeah, stepping I mean, we we'll just game. just put them together. Okay, we have Rick and Morty. Yes. Stranger Things, Hot Wheels. Which of these is not like the others? But Monsters did well, and so did Batman '66. Did Monsters do well? No, it didn't. No, it didn't. That's the new WWE. That's the new one. Whenever Raymond Davidson wins another tournament, he will. I mean, be getting instead of getting game. the WWE LE, he will be getting a Monsters instead. LE, and he'll be able to pick if it's black and white, you know, or oh yeah, black and white color, all that. Yeah, yeah. And don't think that wasn't done to try to sell more. I know. Because the uh, black and white, yeah, that, that was, I think that was a decision. Like, so let's do a color premium and see how these go. I know. Yeah, no. Munsters did terrible. Although I like it, but I'm in the minority from everything I've been told. I'm an idiot. Yeah, well, I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love the little mini play field. I love the premium. Oh, I like the mini play field. And I like the rules with the mini play field yeah, where you add I, I like it. It's got multi ball down there. I mean, yeah. it's it shoots like a dream. I, oh, that thing shoots great. But the rules are very, very weak. Was Lonnie involved with that? No, dude, that's a Dwight game. Oh, there you go. Enough said. Oh, boy. okay. So you 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 hate every every programmer at Stern except Lyman. Well, that was the case a year ago, or two years ago, or three years ago. Well, and Timmy, right? Well, no, Timmy, I love. How about Tanya Kleiss with Deadpool? <sighs> he, Tanya, it, it was just okay with Tanya because he did have help. He's proven that he has lots of duds in him, X-Men. He's proven he has lots of duds in him. Wow. Yes. You are endearing yourself to the people at Stern, Bruce. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to sugarcoat This is shit, a Stern you know? Army. What, what's, your, what's your rank at the Stern Army? Uh, probably now. Uh, uh, I've probably been uh, demoted. AWOLD. Yes, and- <laughs> you're AWOLD. You're AWOLD from the Stern Army. <laughs> but, you know. I do like the projector idea. I think it, but the problem is, now let me bring this up. What if this becomes so popular and it becomes like an RFM thing, Revenge from Mars, where, ooh, we got to have something always projector. How do you make it multi times? Like, you know, how do you use this again and again? Or is this just a one off? Put a lot of money into a projector system and everything else to make this work. Are you saying it's going to be one-off, or is it going to be multiple times used? And if it is multiple times, how do you make it worth the money? And how do you make it different than just shooting up the middle? Uh, wizard blocks. You're using part of the projector for as a ramp or as a blocking ramp. How do you do that with the third flipper? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. What, so, what am I, a designer? I don't know. I know, but I'm just trying to give you food for thought. Food for thought. More projectors in the future, maybe. Mm. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. So when's the first time you think we'll get to play these games? Uh, Stranger Things. Probably we'll see a video, you know, from uh, Dead Flip. Probably. Oh, that's right, yeah. But I mean actually get to play it. When do you think you will get to play it? Stranger Things? Probably end of January. And that's what Spooky's also saying, too. Oh, really? They're starting building... Well, no. Well, yeah. How do you know when you're getting your Rick and Morty? Oh, I don't know yet. I'm assuming the first time I'm going to play Rick and Morty is going to be in Texas. Probably. But people will probably have it beforehand, which is going to be good. Because this is the first time for Spooky that it's going to be, hopefully, the way it sounded, they're going to start working on these things as soon as Christmas is over. 
Yeah, and can I have a request, Spooky, if you're listening, please, when you bring these to Texas, bring more than two. Bring at least five. Please. Okay, I have a question. Why have a booth? If you've already sold out 750 games, and you've already sold out so your factory that you have is going to be busy for 18 months. That's a good point. I'm being honest. I'm not being a dick here. Actually, why go to any shows at all? If you're selling out that fast... I know you can have a small booth but not even have games because why bring a game that no one can buy unless you're going to make another edition and do a Jack thing, which I don't see Spooky doing. No, they've said multiple times we will never do that. Yeah, which is good. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. Like, why why even bother going to show? Exactly. I know to be a presence and say, like, hi, how you doing? But you don't need to bring games if you've already sold Every single game. Now, you can bring other games, like you can bring maybe, I think he still has on his website a couple Alice Coopers. Maybe you bring them. Or you bring a TNA and say, hey, in 18 months or 16 months or 14 months, we're going to be doing another run of you know, TNA. Here we go. Because that is the unlimited one. But is there really a need for him? That's a good point. Hmm. Maybe just bring bring one Rick and Morty. You know, just okay. throw us a show it off. Yeah, throw show us, us off. But, you know, there really is no reason... For him to drive from Wisconsin all the way to Texas and bring five. You're right again. Of course I am. You suck. Thank you. I mean, uh, speaking of Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle. Yes. I got to play a lot of it. And I have some opinions. Yeah, let's hear your opinions. I'm waiting because I'm not going to say anything. Oh, oh, you sounded so excited. Like, oh, God. Where would you have played this at? I played this at Zach's. And Zach is? Zach. Our Zach, he's a person on the show, you know, so you got to know who that is. Friend and family. Uh, he's almost like family for us because he is friends for both of us. He's a really good guy. And we know how he sets his games up, so I figured if I, play his, if I play his Alice Cooper, I'm going to play about as good a setup Alice Cooper as I can play. So this is a good, good game to make an opinion on. Okay, and? All right, so let's do what we always do here. Let's start with the negative because, you know, we love negative here. At the side of podcast. That. Too many shots on the lower play field. Oh, my God. On the main Thank play field. You. Thank you. It's kind of like, I would it's say, Houdini, Houdini-itis. It's, yes. it's Joel it's... Balser-itis. It's, yes. it's too tight. There's, some of the, there's so many shots. You try to hit those orbits, and they are so ridiculously tight. If you just remove maybe one shot, shot you, it you, so you could open it up game. so much more. It would be like a Brian Eddy game. And this isn't really – this is more – some of the code is not done. And it should be. The way it works, the way it works is when you have all these different monsters, you go through the castle and you go against all these different monsters. And every monster has a very specific set of things you're supposed to do. When you finish it, there's like a frenzy mm-hmm. where you get a ball saver. And then there's a final hurry up shot. And, that, and that's how all the modes work. I guess on uh, some of the modes, the frenzy mode is not done yet. No. So, but the wizard mode is done, but I guess some of the frenzy modes aren't done yet. And in at least one of the modes, I think it was werewolf. I heard Alice Cooper say like the same line five times during the mode, just repeating over and over. Now I have a question. How many did they make of these? I don't know. 500. Okay. And they're almost sold out, right? Mm-hmm. And how long have they been working on this? Yes, Rick and Morty sold that way faster, Bruce. I get it. No, no, I'm not saying – no, no, I'm going a different way. I'm okay, going you're different going way. a different way. Okay. Yes. So how long has this been game been out? A year? Over a year? Yeah, a year and a half. And the code is not done. Problem. 
That is the only issue I have right now. The code needs to be. Yeah, just things like the the like I said, I was in Werewolf. You and don't, Al- you and don't Alice, know what's going on though. Sometimes you well, do not know. Alice Cooper says the same line like five times, yes. just repeating it. Little things like that. It needs a little more polish. Like what I think they need to do is more like literally Batman sixty six with that game. Which is, you know how Lyman puts... Oh, God. Batman 66, the game where I have no clue what I'm doing? But the good thing is, <sighs> you can actually tell what you're doing sometimes with... So- sometimes. <laughs> listen, 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 you douche. <laughs> multiple modes, at least if you're in multiball and you have multiple modes running in the background, they make little TV screens in the background. So you know they're running in the background. There's no way to know what is going on most of the time in Alice Cooper. It, it really is. It's bad. That I didn't really have a problem. I did. I, I, really? We were, we were all saying this at the Sanctum. We all looked at each other and said, literally, first, we were complaining about the skill shot. If you made three skill shots at the Sanctums, Alice Cooper, you won. And that was another bad thing. It, the scoring is a little unbiased. Unbiased, unbalanced is what you mean. Um, yeah, well, you yeah. know. Okay, uh, I know. What, just, I know. I know what just, you mean. It, and it needs to tell you what more to do. It really does. You know, it says lock ball. Okay, where? You don't know where to lock it. At least on the stern, Batman or a lot of other games. There's green lights. Hey, let's shoot for that. And they're blinking. But a, a bad thing about Batman is, and I'm going to bash that. How do you know how to lock? The lights, you know, to start it. Lock the lights. Do, do you mean light the lock? Yeah, turn on the light the okay. locks. You don't know how, but I know how. But there's no way to tell you. And that's what I think is the problem with pinball right now. We need a little more tell you how to do it. Hand holding? Yeah, a little bit. Because guess what? We're, as us, we're known pinball players and that kind of stuff. But if you're going on places with location or anything like that, if people don't catch on fast, what do they do? Walk to the next game or just leave. And that is one of the problems I see. And I do like with Stern, and I think more companies do this, is the in-between games with the demos showing how to get the multi-ball, showing how to get your stuff done. That is the greatest idea I've seen from Stern in 10 years. Okay. Can we get to the positive parts of Elsko? <laughs> oh no, we don't, there is none, so we're done. No, 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 uh, no, 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 we're no. done. So uh, no, thank you no, for the show no, tonight. No, no. And, uh... Yeah. <laughs> so the artwork is awesome. No, it's not. Yes, it is. The artwork no, is awesome, not. especially the back glass. No, it's not. Yes, it is. This is an opinion. So shut up. Let me continue. Know, the I'm artwork is awesome. Luckily, it's it's slam tilt. So luckily, there's two people in this, and I'm going to give well, my one opinion. is wrong, and the other one isn't. So the artwork is awesome. Oh, thank you. The artwork is awesome. The upper play field. This is probably one of my favorite upper play fields oh my I've ever God. played. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, no way. The amount heaven. of stuff you can do out there for having just that one mini flipper. From that one mini flipper, you can hit the guillotine ramp with a working guillotine. Then you can hit a stand up. Then there's a drop target, which leads up to another ramp that leads up to Frankenstein. Yeah, did I mention him? He's hiding behind there. I didn't even realize he was there until he popped up. Then there's two lanes. Then if you just let the paw fall, like you're trapping on the mini flipper and you just let it fall out, it will fall down to a lock. 
there are so many shots up there, and it's integrated very well into a lot of the modes where you have to go up there to get things done. That was like my favorite part of Alice Cooper was that upper play field. And how many times can you actually flip on that upper flipper? Uh, I got to flip a lot. Maybe it's because it's Zach's. I don't know, but uh, yes. I had no. That's the only reason why. But all the three other ones I've played, it's mostly drained straight down the middle. Basically, if you hit if you hit the left ramp up to the upper play field, it was harder to trap it. If you hit the right ramp, you could just get an immediate trap. Yes, I agree with that. But the left ramp, when you hit the left ramp, ninety nine percent of the time on the other machines, not saying Zach's, who's tweaked his so much, it's not even funny. It went straight down to F and middle. You are actually trying to do what Zach does and jar the machine just to try to save it, just to maybe hit the upper flipper. So, so you're saying I played the greatest Alice Cooper in the world? Actually, and, probably I, did. And I'm just honestly. lucky. Okay. Uh, yes, I, I honestly, if I brought you to a couple others that I've played, you'd be going, "Oi, can I go back to Zach's?" Okay. You would be. You really would be. You'd be going. I I love that upper play field. It is okay, but it is not fun, as you make it use of. If you played some of these other games, you'd be going, boy, you wouldn't hit anything. You wouldn't be hitting the stuff that you're talking about. You'd just be going, wow, I never saw this. Okay. That's my opinion. That's What else is good about the game? Uh, I actually like the music. No, the music is not bad. Yeah, I liked a lot of the tracks. I like what they used. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. Other than that, uh, the artwork is terrible. Oh, my God. Wow. I do not like the artwork at all. The artwork's one of the highlights. That's no, one of the better think... back glasses I've seen in a while. You know, I don't like the artwork on the play field at all, either. The play field is worse. So you heard it here, folks. Yes. And I think the rules need to be refined a little bit. I do like the overall, like, the idea of going to like the, the castle idea. and yes. going against Great. the monsters. Yeah. And I... I don't know if this is... What happens if you get through all the monsters? Does the game end? You become uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I don't, I don't know. Because <laughs> I know when I was talking to Bowen about this, they said, like, going forward, a lot of the games, like, if you were doing a quest like that, like, once you finish it, the game would end. Yes. And it may be for, like, on location, they would, like, okay, you can keep going, and maybe it's worth more. But, you know, if, you, if you're going through his castle and you've escaped, why would you go back in? Yeah. So the last update for Alice Cooper, when do you think that was? Uh, six months ago. It was, you're almost exactly right to the day, June 13th. So you're saying I'm awesome. Yeah, you are. I will say that for this time. Oh, okay. Okay. Before that was April and in March. So they were, okay, they were kind of going at a good pace and then in June it was kind of stopped. I think they think it's done. I don't think they think it's How can they think it's done when their frenzy modes aren't done? I don't know. But I mean, I know you... supposedly the wizard mode's done. But would you think that? Oh, we forgot a reveal. There was another reveal, Bruce. Oh, my. The Star Wars topper. Oh, $750 of it. Yeah, I know. Are you ready? I'm, I'm sure Zach is putting his order now for his Star Wars. I bought Wars. seven of them, so it's going to be worth, it's going to be 10000 by Christmas. Oh, that's right. It's limited edition, too. There's only, <laughs> yes. how, how many of them? 500 or something? 500, yeah. Yeah. 500. yeah. Wow. I, I wonder how much the Black Knight Topper is going to cost if that's 750 Because literally, this is, it's R2-D2's head. Yeah, spinning. And it's, and it's spins. Moving. And yeah. it's not even right. Like, his projection thing on his head is on the wrong spot. I know. It's like even after all that, that's not right. I know. 
I mean, Black Knight, he like moves in all kinds of different directions and talks to you. So that's what's going to be a thousand dollar topper. I mean, this took how long to get approved? So, so, so no Star Wars topper for Bruce. No Star Wars topper. But I did see somebody buy both Star Wars new comic book artwork. Bought so the pro and the premium. Yes, he bought both. Wait, a minute. bought both. Both in the back of his truck. Okay. So he must be really liking that artwork. Yeah, yeah. I I, I like it. Seeing all the different art packages, yeah, th- there's definitely where to go, in my opinion. Let's see, what else do I have here? Well, speaking of games, mm-hmm. I received a game, Bruce. I got a new game. Did I tell you that? No. Did I did I mention that on the last podcast? I don't remember. Well, what was it? Okay, well, I used my IFPA Oh, yes, thingy. you did. Yeah, yeah you I used did. my IFPA um, top thousand player thingy, and I got a Deadpool. Did you get a premium? Uh, yes, most definitely got to get a premium. Of course, and better than uh, better than TNA, isn't it? Yes. Thank you. Well, that's not even fair. I mean, they're totally different. Come on, Bruce. It is the truth, though. It is a great game. So, Bruce, Bruce. Now, I am in the honeymoon phase. I'll, oh, I'll yeah. I'll warn you that. that be... but, but just ask me this question, because I've been asked this question at shows at least 20 times, and I never give a straight answer. Bruce, ask me what my favorite game is. Your favorite game is the current game you own, the newest game you own. No, I said, ask me what my favorite game is. What is your favorite game? Deadpool. There you go. I said it. Which is the newest game. Well, yeah. I love Deadpool. Deadpool is awesome. And let me explain something about Deadpool. This is, you you know, everyone gets on me for the Star Wars thing. Not Star Wars. The Star Trek thing. How did you sell your Star Trek LE? How could you do that? Blah, 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 blah. And what do I always say? It wasn't fun for you. Yeah, I'm just hitting shots. It just, I didn't, it didn't, it didn't do it for me. If you want the polar opposite, it is Deadpool. Everything about Deadpool is dead. I'm not playing Deadpool. I'm experiencing Deadpool. I feel like I'm in a Deadpool universe. The music alone is worth it. The music is insane. The amount of (laughs) different types of songs that are on this thing. I mean, everything about this screams just. Deadpool and, and just goofiness. And you know I love goofy and stupid. Mm-hmm. And that is this game. This is like this is like the goofiness of Lethal Weapon 3 just turned up multiple levels. With a play field that's not the same thing as all the other play fields. I mean that lock shot, which is working very nicely on mine, I must say. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm in love with this game. I, I would agree with you. I it's love a great Deadpool. game. I'm trying to get my local my vendor, who helps me with some of my games, to bring his in. And as far as, like, let's, hmm, I had no issues with it. Absolutely smooth sailing until yesterday. And what what node board died? No, it wasn't a node board. <laughs> it wasn't a node board. I had the play field up, working on something. And I'm looking at the play field, and it's like, how come it looks like it's leaning to one side? And I look down. And the sliders that the play field slides on when you have it out, the ones where the uh, the bolts go through the side of the cabinet. One loosened up? Uh, <laughs> one, the nut fell off completely. Oh, my God. I hate when I lose my nuts. Yeah, and the one in front, yes, was so loose, the entire play field, it was just like the rails were almost falling off. Mm. Yeah. I think someone at the factory kind of forgot to tighten one side. 
Because mm. the other side, the other side was fine. You did that side. I did that side. You did this side. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no way they tighten this up because this was like literally almost falling off. Oh my! But that the easiest fix possible. I mean, the one the one nut was literally sitting in the back of the cabinet that fell off. Put that on, tightened all three of them, and we're good. There you go. I like it so much, Bruce. I have actually gotten some stern mods for it. <gasps> ah, yes. I got the side blades. Okay, that's cool. We gotta put those on. I gotta figure out either use the wet method, <laughs> <laughs> but if I do the dry method, I have to take the entire playfield out, which doesn't look that difficult. Have you it's seen not- the new the new stern the spike ones? It's like yeah. the only four connectors. The four or only five connectors. well, yeah, well, there's connectors, but then there's the one Ethernet cable looking thing. Yeah, that's the pain in the ass one. That one, that's the one that's a straight run. Yep. So I'd have to take that one out. But the rest of it's just like a couple connectors, and it literally would just come right out. Mm-hmm. Way, way easier than the older games. Yeah, I'm looking forward to putting my art blades on. I'm loving my Deadpool, Bruce. There you go. I, I love it too, honestly. It's a great game. So for folks who say I never like anything, or show any excitement over any games, that's that's about as excited as you'll get me right there. Yeah, I'm hoping my uh, local rep from Knox Amusement will... Hopefully rotate one game out of my place and bring me Deadpool. Silverball Saloon. They need a Deadpool. He looked at me and I was like, if you take this out, which is a popular game here, I'm like, you take this out, because he wanted to take it out. And he wanted to swap with something else. And I was like, no, I don't want that game. I said, why don't you do a three-way swap and do a triangle with this place and this place and give me this. And I haven't heard anything from lately, but he's been very busy because of Christmas. And I'm hoping that soon we'll see something. And uh, hopefully it does happen, and I hopefully have a Deadpool here, because guess what? I will play the snot out of that game. You said three-way. Oh, yeah, three-way. Let's see. I'm looking at my list here. Deadpool, check that off. Oh, I have some sad news, Bruce. Uh-oh. It involves me. Uh-oh. <sighs> you sold Quicksilver. No, no. How could I do that? You own half of it. I know I do. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> Bruce, what am I the world record holder in? <gasps> Karate champ. Not anymore. Oh, boy. Who beat you? It was beaten in June. <laughs> Shows oh, wow. how often I look at that stuff. Who beat it? Uh, it looks like, from what I can tell, an employee at the Galloping Ghost Arcade in Chicago beat uh, it. So now we need to buy you one. And well, here's, well, here's the thing. He beat it, but like, I had like 271K. He had like, I think it was 276 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit more, and I'm like, oh, man, I wonder how he did that. So when I went to Twin Galaxies, the people who keep track of said things, they actually had the video of the run there. And I watched what he did. I have full confidence I could beat that score. Okay, so I have a new goal. No, no I have no karate champ. Oh, so now, folks, here I we ha- go. I have no karate champ. The place that I set the record originally doesn't even have it anymore. I remember I don't have my game station anymore, so I can't even practice. No, I know. Hold on, hold on. Now, folks, we are going to ask for our first donations ever. We are going to get Ron a karate champ at his basement. I don't want a karate champ in my basement. Yes, we do. No, I don't. Don't yes, listen do. to him. 
Yes, and don't we're going listen to beat to the record. We're going to get Ron no. back his fucking record. I don't want another fucking video game in my basement. I already eBay. got rid of them all. Go. I got rid of the Galaga. I got rid of the game station. Karate. No, it's okay. Champ. Here's the problem. Even if you find one, the joysticks will be shit. No, no, no. I'll have to be totally gone through, and then That's even what... then, it'll only work good for like a week before the joysticks go to shit again. But don't worry, that, that week we'll get that record and we'll be good to go. But yes, I do not have the record anymore. I was kind of kind of bummed. I would be too. That's why we need to get this back. But you see, I set the record in 2010, so I had a decade of being the, the champ. See, it kind of goes with our theme. Uh, let's see. I, I think I can get you one. Yeah, I think we'll be getting Stop. one. Stop. No, I do not want a karate champ. Christmas for Ron. Is if karate. I need to practice, I will go to where my game station is now, which is not that far away. Let's see. So we had a couple of events while we were away. Yes, we did. Why don't you go over your event? We had two events at the Silver Ball Saloon. We had the pre-tournament, which Ron was part of, which was a three-strikes tournament at the Silver Ball Saloon, at which uh, Zach won handily. He crushed all of us with only one strike ever getting. I was third, and we had the pinball profile, which we had 45 people. Very impressive. And Andy Cushman took it home. It's it all. Plays well there. He does. And uh, in next month, we will be having the New York State Championships at the Silver Ball Saloon in East Rochester, New York. Oh, did I make it? I don't know. Uh, probably not. I'm like 40th. Let's look right now. Who is the top? I mean, if, if people from New York City actually go, then I have absolutely There's no chance. There's a couple that are coming. They've already asked me to stay at my house. I'm like, I don't live there anymore. I don't have enough room. Oh, yeah. They think you have the old house. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I'm in the, in the townhouse. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, I am ranked – I'm actually 38th in, a, in New York oh, State right now. okay. So you're ahead of me somehow. Yes, of course I am. But you have people like Keith Elwin who's not going to be there. Yeah, there's going to have to be a lot of people like that for it to get down that low. How many are we taking? 24. 24. So I have more of a chance, but still. I see some of these people like uh, Adam Robinson from Louisville, Kentucky. Not going to be there. Nixon Deos will probably be there. But Bowen, I don't see coming. Joe Lemire, I don't see coming. Raymond Davidson, don't see coming. Uh, Maybe some of the Canadian guys. Keith Elwin, I don't see coming. Which we kind of, I would love to have Keith here. Jason Weedrick, don't see coming. Jack Tadman, maybe. He was last year's winner for New York upstate, uh, for New York State. And then you get the little old Bruce. And I have a couple things that are still pending for points-wise. So I might get up to 37, maybe even 36. And we have a tournament at the end of this week. Do you now? We do. They try to get the last points in. So there's a lot, you know, there is some people that might not make it or take the drive up here. So, it's a possibility. Then there's the upstate New York, which yes. don't know where that's going to be yet. We don't know yet, and I still am dealing with Yeah, points. we still don't points. know what the points are. Oh, my God. Because it still has me at, like, two events. I know, I know, and I keep on banging my head. That's good. And the good thing is, I don't have to do it in January, February, March. I can do it whenever. Mm-hmm. So, if if I make it, maybe I'll bring the rig. Ooh. Just saying. 
I know people are asking me like, "Hey, can you can you do this? Can you?" Do this? I'm like, uh, I don't have a rig. I don't have anything like this. Yeah, like like did have they ever streamed a New York New York State final that was in New York City? No, I don't not believe at all. so. I, I know Timmy streamed something in New York City, but I don't think it was that. No, from some dude's either. like apartment or something, but I don't think it was that. I know it was streamed when it was in Buffalo. It's like that's the only way you'll get the New York New York State final streamed is if it's not in New York City. Yes, but uh, we'll be, we are very excited to have it at the Silver Ball Saloon, and we'll see what happens in a couple of weeks. But that is on the 18th, as all January 18th, as all of them are. Yes, all of them are on the same day, and the trophy is right next to me. The trophy is in the building, supplied by Josh Sharp himself. Yes. I even said it to him, like, I got it. He's like, oh, that's good. <laughs> so I had an event. Oh, yes, you did. The event I had the same day as the pinball profile event, so I could not be there. Yes, fail. Again, may I remind people, the Varney Cup, the event I'm talking about, was scheduled months before the pinball profile one was. So, sorry, you took our spot. I didn't take it. Okay, Jeff Teals took our spot. Thank you very much. There you go. Uh, yes, where we had the best of the best 518ers assembling at the Level Zero Arcade, a.k.a. my basement, to battle it out for 518 supremacy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, and the finals ended up being Tim Varney, the namesake of the tournament, versus uh, me. And? Um, I may have won. You may have won. I'm sorry. This is why I don't like playing in my own place. Oh, my. It was very stressful because the games kept breaking. So I'm fixing games while playing, which I have no desire to do. I don't mind that at all. Yeah, you don't. I do. I do not like that. So we ended up, let's see, by the end of the tournament, uh, the only things that were still down were um, Black Rose, unfortunately, because that's one of the ones I was going to pick. Basically, a... Wire just come off the uh, switch in the catapult, so Ooh. couldn't detect when the ball was in there. So I, I fixed that later. And uh, Prospector, which is still down. I have not looked at it yet. Other than that, everything eventually came back up. <laughs> eventually, yikes. Yeah, eventually, I fixed whatever it was, because we have you know, multiple things. This is broke, this is broke, this fix this, fix this, fix this. That's the fun of running a tournament while being the tech also. Yep. Actually, I wasn't running. I love being it. in the tournament while being the tech. I wasn't running the tournament. At least I didn't have to do that. Yes. But congratulations on your win. Yeah, and thanks to to Matt Wall for running the tournament. Mm-hmm. He brought some uh, cool trophies. There's actually like there's you win a trophy with like flippers on it, but then there's a second trophy which is like the actual Varney Cup. So he made it like the Stanley Cup, like it will travel to whoever the current champion is. Mm-hmm. And it's got it's got Nipper the RCA dog on it. Nice. So that was that. Yes, Varney Cup winner. Nice. Congratulations. So that's more upstate points than mm. I won't see. <laughs> Actually, I'm just doing it the complicated way. The easy way is if you just go under the New York State points, Yeah. pick your name, and then just subtract all the New York City stuff, and boom, you have the toll. Let's see. What do we got for the ball bag? I don't think we have any new items in the ball bag. I think, oh we, can, I think we can go right to the decade and review, but let me just double check. Because I can't wait for the decade in review. Can you check my ball bag? No, I'm not checking your ball bag. <laughs> the Silver Ball Saloon, are you open New Year's Day? 
We are. Yeah. Good thing you have your Google My Business crap still coming to this email. Yep. Yeah. You're never going to change that, are you? Nope. You suck. I lost the password, so you'll have to send me the password again. Let's see. I'm looking. uh, Thanks to Parnell. He sent a Pinside ad for Playfield. Mm Mm-hmm. But I got my Playfield back for my uh, Stargazer that is all clear-coded. So one of these years when I have free time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But at least I have it. It's all ready to rock. And uh, We can get our Quicksilver play field and then get yes. it re-cleared because the clear will suck. Yes. And then hopefully all the holes are in the right spot. Exactly. God. And then uh, the Stars play field's almost done, and so is my Cheetah play field. Damn. Is Vance doing those? No. Uh, Ashley is. Ah. She's touching them up, and I'm going to give them to Vance to clear. Nice. That's Ashley, a former guest. She is the former guest of the Silverball Saloon, and she has won, uh, not Silverball Saloon, of the Slam Tail Podcast, and she has won the uh, women's tournament down in uh, Houston, pinball yeah, show. Yes, congrats. Yes. Well, speaking of shows, had I gone to Florida yet the last yes. time we talked? I have. Yes, we did talk, yes. Okay. So the year in review, the decade, it, everyone does a year in review. Here at the Silverball Saloon, we go for, I mean, Silverball Saloon. Fuck! I keep on saying Silverball Saloon. At the Slam Tail Podcast, we go big or we go bust. And we will probably bust, probably. No, we will not bust. It's 2009. A dark... Well, let's actually, let's go back a little bit further. It's October... Two, oh, beginning of November, was it? 2008. Stern fires everyone. Yes. Pretty much. Flush. Flush. So, yep. Flush. Pat Lawler had already quit. Steve Ritchie was doing contract work. They let him go. Their only play field designer was John Borg. Their only two programmers were Lyman Sheets and Lonnie. Everyone else is gone. The dark days have begun. So in the beginning of 2009, Stern releases their last, what I would consider, full-featured, complete game at the old sub-4,000 price in 24. Then begins... Which is, I like 24. Actually. I like the shots on 24. I do yeah. not like the sounds, but I like the shots. We've talked oh, about Jackpot! 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 Then becomes the lean years. Oh, As God. we start at the beginning of the decade. In uh, 2009, we have NBA. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Terrible game. Uh, actually, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes. No, I yes. love NBA. I'm the you only do. one who likes the damn game. You are the only fucking one. It's got one. Tim Goudreau on it. You That's know? the only reason why you... Now, if he was not on it, what would you think of the game? Oh, it would be harder to take. It'd yeah, be harder to take. But I, I like the shots. I like the, the cool, like, like, basket. You like Space Jam. You like Space Jam. Space Jam's I don't great. like Space Jam. And why does everyone say it's Space Jam? Space Jam doesn't have that same shot. Huh? The middle shot, maybe? It's, it's yeah. not the exact same shot, though. The thing that goes... When I played Space Jam, I expected the NBA thing where it would go up to the basket and a magnet would stop and it would fall down. That didn't happen. Am I missing something here? Was it broken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucked. All right. It still sucks. In 2010, beginning of the decade, we have one pinball manufacturer, Stern. Yes, we do. And they are making such classics as... Well, first, remember this one? Batman, the pin, the home model. Oh, yes. That were only sold from uh, Costco's, wasn't it? If I remember uh, it might have been something like that. I remember seeing yeah. pictures. Yeah. Yep. 
Yep. They were releasing classics such as Big Buck Hunter Pro. Mm. Iron Man. Which, you know, everyone loves it. Well, a lot of people love Iron Man now, but when it came out, it was seen as a stripped-down piece of shit. Oh, it was. Iron Man Classic. Remember that? Oh, yes, with no coin door. Or what's a coin door with no coin mechs in it? Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, don't forget, one of their first LEs. Well, I'd say Stern's first LE was Monopoly, which yes. we always forget. No, Monopoly was 2000. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that was way before any of this. Avatar. Avatar limited edition yeah, limited with the Powerball. With the Powerball and the stomping um, yes. thing. Yeah. Instead of coming down, it would actually stomp its feet. Yep. So you, you see, we're, we're killing it in 2010. This is what me and Bruce lived through, folks. Mm-hmm. For all of you who got into this later. Now that was 2010, so now we're going to 2011. Now we have Rolling Stones. Ugh, Rolling Stones limited edition. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, those were the dark years. Mick on a stick. Then we have, before Stern was doing them, when originally it was just um, Dennis Nordman and Greg Ferris, the Woe Nelly Big Juicy Melons mm. from Whizbang Pinball, we had... Transformers. Transformers. Oh, God. With the Pro and then the the Three. Autobot or Decepticon or Combo limited yes. edition models. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And then we had Tron Legacy. And Tron Legacy Limited Ellie. Edition. Yep. So Stern still hadn't got their whole premium thing down yet and all that. They were still doing the, you know, some more crap on it, limited edition versions. And they were after the pros. Don't forget that. Yes. The LEs were after. So that was 2011. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Look, those games, that's it. That's it. That's all that came out. So then we get to 2012. Oh, here comes the better ones. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, in some cases. Well, also, I I forgot. In 2009, Steel Panther releases the album Balls (laughs) Out. Can you name name some of the songs? And some of the classics that are in, well, our theme music. Yes. Which is um, "Be Like Tiger Woods." Yes, is, is that that was on that album? Yep. And I'm actually going to it right now because I have to look up some of these gems. We had songs like "Just Like Tiger Woods," "17 Girls in a Row," "It Won't Suck Itself," <laughs> "I Like Drugs," the classic ballad "Weenie Ride." Yes. And actually, that was not in 2009. I'm sorry, that was in 2011. Oh, you've already ruined this whole thing now. I've already ruined it all, yep. I had to put that in there. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. So Jack also makes a company. In 2012, yes, he does. Yes, the first thing. you got to hit that, the first thing. He started it on January 1st. Yes, and actually at Expo 2011, I saw Jersey Jack there, and he was hanging out with Keith Johnson and some other people. It's like, wow. Looks like he's putting his own pinball company together. And he did. And he did. In 2012, we had games like, and I'll remember this, ACDC. And the, uh, the LEs were first with the Stuper Limited Edition Cloudy uh, Window Editions. You got the first, you got the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Actually, the pros might have been first, but the, the LEs were out before the premiums. Yes. Which is kind of how it is now. Yes, it's following. So this I think ACDC now. was the first to have the pattern of pro, 
-hmm. then you got your LEs, and then you got your premiums afterwards. The premiums still had the cloudy play field, unless you got later run premiums like Bruce here. Yes. So I have the special cloudy editions. Yes, smoky. Mine are better. Yeah, mine's. Then we had more Trons. So they, 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 they had like so many different editions of Trons. That's the thing about Stern. When we get to a certain point, there'll be like so many different versions. Like ACDC, there's like a pro version that has a swinging bell, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the Lucy edition. There's just so many editions. But we had the Avengers, which were settling into the, well, that still had the pro and LEs. It had no premium. And then we have X-Men, again, pro and LE only, which is interesting because it's later in the year. It's like the experiment with ACDC and then went back to the other one. Transformers the pin. pin. Yikes. Yikes. So that was 2012. And Avengers. Yeah, I said Avengers. Okay, I didn't remember. You didn't remember from a minute Two ago. Two seconds ago. Oh, yeah, yep. I gotcha. And Jersey Jack starts, Jersey Jack pinball, taking pre-orders for a Wizard of Oz pin. How yes. much were the pre-orders? 6500 For the Emerald City edition? Which I never got because I waited two and a half years and bailed. Yes, Bruce, you had an order. Yes, I did. I had an order for both. And didn't Bruce Sr. also have an order? No, no, we were together on it. Oh, okay. And we both had our money tied up for two and a half years. And you need, neither of you got them? Nope. So after all that, I'm actually the only one with a Jersey Jack game. Yep. Okay. Just checking. Yeah, you can check all you want. So that was 2012. So we see, I'd say, some inklings of a comeback. Yes, a little bit. Then 2013, we have Avengers the pin. We have another Tron version, the fourth edition. Yeah. And then Stern finally figures out how to do artwork. And they do it by having an, an outsourced artist do it by the name of Dirty Donnie. Yep. As they do Metallica. <laughs> and they do Pro, LE, and two different premiums. The Monsters and the Roadcase. The Roadcase is the one, I think Eric Russell's the only one I know owns one. Yes. Uh, Eric Russell. CNY. Yeah, CNY of Syracuse Pinball fame. Yes. But he has, I think he has the Monsters version of Translite. I think so, yeah. yes. The premium roadcase one. No, has, he has a pro. He has a pro because he wants my monsters. Premium roadcase edition just had a very plain, like, it looked like band a roadcase. Almost and, looked like. And, and, no, and the back glass was an actual photo of the band. Yeah. So it looked like ass. It looked like it looked like ACDCs. Uh, yes. And also Star Trek. Don't forget Star Trek. Well, we had Lucy premiums. And then we had Star Trek. Yes. And then we had... Wizard of Oz. But wait a minute, Bruce. If you put your money in in 2012, it's 2013. It looks like Wizard of Oz was released. What happened? They only did a couple, and then they had issues. Ah. Yeah. So there's Wizard of Oz Standard Edition, Wizard of Oz Emerald City Edition. Yeah. Which is in our league, amazingly. There is there is one at our location, the Emerald City Edition. And that was 2013. So now we have two manufacturers. Mm-hmm. So we go to 2014, and in 2014, Steel Panther releases the album All You Can Eat with such classics as Pussy Whipped, Party Like Tomorrow is the End of the World, Glory Hole, Gang Bang at the Old Folks Home. 
Another classic. I, I, I think their best album. Gang bang at the old folks' home. One foot in the grave. <laughs> Sorry. But I, 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 that's their best album. Yeah, I agree. I haven't listened to a new one yet. Uh, subpar. Yeah, I kind of heard that too. That's it, why I it has two or three good songs on and the rest is filler. Yeah. Unfortunately. The videos are funny though. So in 2014, we have yet another version of ACDC. I think this is the one with the swinging bell and it has LEDs in it. A company by the name of Spooky. That's what I was waiting for. Makes their first game, America's Most Haunted. Which there's one on location still in really? upstate New York, yes. Which I always thought played well. It played well. It was just uh It just has some of the worst voice call outs oh, God. ever. And I still think it was intentional. Then you had Stern's first foray into the vault world as a vault Iron Man for the pro vault edition of Iron Man. Which, if I recall, it had all LEDs, an updated, upgraded Monger Mac. Is that about it? Yeah, I think so. And no, artwork. The artwork on the side. Really? I thought it yes. was the same. No, it, no. They did the, the uh, back box had the decal. And they had... Uh, oh, the, yeah. It had the, the newer ring. it had the newer back box, which was what they were, yeah. they were making to prepare for the eventual spike. Exactly. And they did also the... The art, the side art was like a like a chrome metallic. Hmm, I don't remember that, but I'll yes. take your word for it because you're never wrong. Never. Then we had uh, a Metallica. They redid Metallica, an LED version. Yep. Because the earlier models we mentioned, the Pro would be like incandescence, and then like the LEDs would be LEDs. Yep. They did Mustang, so they can't all be winners. Mm, but nope. I always like the way it played. I like the way it plays yeah, too, yeah. but it's we had the Pro. And then we had the limited edition, and then we had the premium edition. Mm-hmm. Then we have The Walking Dead. Which pro. back then was a dud. Yes. You had a pro and an limited edition. Yep, which was a dud. No, wait a minute. There was no premium in that? Not yet. It was later on, the okay. year after. Okay. So, yeah, cause, yeah, that's right. That was at the end of the year, because I remember playing that at Expo. It was brand new. Yep. We have the Wizard of Oz 75th Anniversary Edition. So we were already starting with the different editions. Yep. I think, is that the Ruby one? The Ruby Red Edition? Ruby Red, and then they also did... Uh... Well, well, we'll get to that, but I believe that was a Ruby Red Edition. Then a company by the name of Dutch Pinball comes out with the kit for the machine Pride of Pinbot 2.0. Yikes. More on them later. All right, so 2015... We have a new company out of England called Highway Pinball makes a game called Full Throttle, which you can play at the Sanctum in Connecticut. I'm trying to think. They had multiple versions of this, too, because they had, they had ones with a bigger screen, smaller screen, because the original one I don't think even had a screen, right, like in the back box? No, they, it, or was it was tiny. There were options. Or, yeah, there were there were options. so many options, and it was, yeah. We had Kiss. Pro, Premium, and LE Editions. We had Legends of WrestleMania at the very end of the year. Uh, Or no, beginning of the year, what am I saying? Beginning of the year, we had Legends of WrestleMania, which was originally supposed to be Hunger Games. That fell through somehow, so it was repurposed to be WrestleMania. So we had WrestleMania Pro and LE only, no Premium. They weren't wasting any more money on it. We have Whoa Nelly, Big Juicy Melons, this time by Stern. And then we have Wrath of Olympus, 
by Riot Pinball, which actually was pretty cool. I played that at Expo. It was a great game. I wish they did make it. It was a wide body using like all Williams. It, it basically think of like demo man size cabinet, demo man size you know play field that era. I think the one of the wire forms in it was from Demo Man. Nice. Yep. So that was 2015. Did I mention Game of Thrones? I think I did. Well, if I didn't, Game of Thrones, limited edition, Game of Thrones Pro. That's at the end of the year. Yep. So the premiums wouldn't come out till next year. We're picking up steam, folks. Can you see the real me? Can you? Can you? Can you? Oh, God. Okay, here we I'll save that till last. Okay, we have the Full Throttle Limited Edition. The Game of Thrones Premium start coming out at the beginning of the year. Another new company. You see, you see a trend here? By the name of American Pinball. Ooh. Comes out with Houdini. Master of Mystery. Spooky Pinball is back with... Rob Zombie's Spook Show International, selling a limited edition and a standard edition. The standard edition had a run of 250. The limited was only 50. Then we had the Spider-Man Vault Edition, which had the same playfield, but well, they used the comic book art with different callouts, so you lose Jameson. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like, no, that didn't work for yeah. me. No, it doesn't work for me. It plays good, though. I think in some ways it actually plays better. It's got the upgraded magnet. Yeah. Uh, It has one less coil than the original. Can you name where that coil is? That was for the the side uh, for uh, Green Goblin. Correct. The Goblin doesn't move. Fail. We had Spider-Man Home Edition. Then we had the Big Lebowski. The original, and that's all we'll... That's the last mention of Dutch for the day. We have Paps Can Crusher, another reuse of the Wonelli playfield. Then we have The Hobbit, which I'm not sure, did that actually come out in 2016 or was it? I'm trying to remember when it was at Expo, where everyone hated the art and they redid it. It was the 15, and then okay. they. So, yeah, so it wasn't available yet. It was there. Everyone hated the art, so they redid it. And The Hobbit comes out as you have the Standard Edition, the Black Arrow Special Edition, and the Motion Picture Trilogy Limited Edition. And Smog, also Smog. Yeah, I guess. Well, one of those is probably Smog, I guess. <laughs> and then at the end of the year, we have the debacle that was Batman 66, as it was debuted behind ropes, and you couldn't play it. Probably one of the worst debuts I've ever seen, really. Yeah. I mean, here's this awesome game, and you can't play it. Because the code was at, like, that had to be alpha level. But it was, I think they did start coming out not that long after Expo, but the code was so, like, not done. Would you say the game is recovered? Oh, yes, I love the game. Because, I mean, when it came out, everyone just, like, the code is so not done. The code makes that game. Yeah, because I don't know anyone who's like, oh, my God, this is the greatest play field ever. No, but the code makes that game. It's a Lyman game. I don't even consider it like, you know, it's not a great shooter, but the code makes it so much better. So then we have 2017, which Steel Panther releases the album Lower the Bar with such classics as Going in the Back Door, Poo-Tang Boomerang. Poo-Tang Boomerang. Um, I think that's all you need to know. Okay, so uh, we have... ACDC's getting vaulted. 
We have a premium vault edition and a pro vault edition. Then we have Aerosmith. Again, pro, premium, and LE editions. We have Highway coming out with Alien, the beginning of that debacle. Then we have another new company called Chicago Gaming. They're not new, but new to actually making new pinballs. But they're not really new. They're remakes. And they make their first remake, The Attack from Mars, limited edition and special edition. And they don't play right. They still don't play right. Sorry. I agree. Out of all of, and I don't think Medieval Madness plays right. Monster Bash, though, that seems to play good. Multimorphic, they come into the picture, making their brand of pinball games. Lexi Lightspeed, Barnyard, Cocoon Lagoon, Jersey Jack's back with Dialed In. Yeah, that's a turd. Shut up, dickhead. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at the years. Yeah, definitely 2015 at the end was the Hobbit thing. Yes, it was. And in 2016, it came out. And then 2016 at Expo, they had the prototypes for Dialed In, which didn't come out till the summer of the next year. By far, Jersey Jack's best game, in my opinion. You had the collector's edition, the limited edition, and the standard edition. Then we have <laughs> Spooky subcontracting some games. The Jetsons. I didn't see Domino's. Was that, wasn't that before Domino's this? before, yes. It yeah, was I didn't even see that in the other picture. Spooky also takes a homebrew by a certain Scott Denisi. Denisi, yeah, he's Denisi, really good guy. and comes out with Total Nuclear Annihilation, which they've sold a bunch of brews. Mm-hmm. People cannot be wrong. Mm. And then Stern comes out at the end of the year. Star Wars Pro Premium and Ellie Editions. Wow. Oh, hey, wait, what? So that's 2017. Now we go to 2018 in our decade in review. Another ACDC version. Wow. Jesus oh my God. The this is the Lucy Vault edition. Spooky. They have Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle. Then we have the awesome Deadpool Pro Premium and Limited Editions. We have Keith Elwin's first game, Iron Maiden, Pro Premium and Limited Editions. Then we have Pirates of the Caribbean from Jersey Jack. Then we have Star Trek, some Vault Editions, the Starfleet Pro Vault Edition, and the Vengeance Premium Vault Edition. And then we have Sea Witch, I mean the Beatles. The mm. Diamond Edition, Gold Edition, and Platinum Edition. Stern making a bunch of games in 2018. But wait, there's more. We go to 2019, where Steel Panther releases their album, (laughs) Heavy Metal Rules, featuring songs like All I Want to Do is Fuck Myself Tonight, Fuck Everybody, Gods of Pussy, of some of the classics in that album. I Ain't Buying What You're Selling, actually. is a, It's a good ballad at the end of the year. I album. agree. I recommend that one. So we have, for 2019, it's Stern Mania here. But we do have Oktoberfest by American Pinball. Then we have, from Stern, Black Knight, Sword of Rage. Programmed by Tim Sexton. Hi, Tim. Timmer! Timmer! We have Jurassic Park. 
Keith Elwin's sophomore effort, mm-hmm. which I would say surpasses his original oh, effort. Oh, easily, easily. Everyone loves Jurassic Park. Uh, again, pro, premium, LE on all these turns here. Then we have Monsters, pro, premium, and LE. With the premium, there was the black and white edition, and then later the color edition. And then we have Elvira's House of Horrors at the end of the year. And what we don't have here is, just because I, they haven't been produced yet, we have Stranger Things announced and Rick and Morty announced. Mm-hmm. And that is your decade in review. So, as you see, it started out really rough. We started out with games like, you know, NBA, Big Buck Hunter Pro, and now we have games like Jurassic Park. Yes. It has come a long way. It has come a long way. And what do you see the future for we holding? Future to be holding? Yep. Hopefully continue we keep, growth yeah, until the next, next growth, recession. Yeah, until the next <laughs> recession. Um, somewhere around, I'm trying to remember the exact year, Stern moved. Yes, they did. From, was... Well, here, here's the deal. At the beginning of the decade, if you walked into Stern factory, it would be relatively dead. And you'd wonder, how long can this company stay around? Six or seven years later, they're moving into a larger facility because they just have outgrown their current facility because they're doing so much business. So it started shitty and got much better. Yes, it did. And hopefully continues growing for years and years to come. I know from my experience, yeah, I mean, at the beginning of the decade, I mean, you go to shows, it's a much different demographic now. Yes. When I started going to shows... I was probably one of the youngest people there, which yeah. is pretty sad. It was basically middle-aged white males was your yep. majority at every show. And the demographic has definitely spread out way more since then. Yes, it has. Which is for the better. Of course. As opposed to what some people think. My soapbox there. Wow. I want it the way it was. Uh, well, yeah, that's a good way to make sure it dies. Yep. Idiots. We need to expand. Yep. I think the 10 years has gone really well. It's been an amazing run. It's the most prosperous 10 years since the 90s. And I'm talking about the, actually, I'm talking like from 85 to 95 would probably be the best 10-year gap since. Because after 96, it kind of really just, (laughs) so it really has improved. And hopefully it gets better and better and better. Unfortunately, there are some black marks and black eyes in this decade. Yeah, we learned that pre-ordering, pre-ordering, sucking. pre-ordering is not a good idea unless you nope. want to lose your money. Yep. We had uh, debacles with Skit B, with Dutch. Jack, honestly, two years waiting for a game. Is waiting a for a game, but at least you got it. Yeah. What was, what's his name's company? Uh, what's it Papa called? Duke's uh, company. Papa, Papa, Papa Shit's company. Ugh. Then you have Papa Duke's company, whose name I can't remember, that had Magic Girl that they took all the money for, and Raza, the original Raza, and Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, and still going through that debacle. I mean, the only one is, well, let me think here. Jersey Jack did eventually deliver. I, I know Spooky, I mean, they do pre-orders, kind of. You're putting a deposit down. Yeah, yes you are. I mean, but do you think you're not going to get your Rick and Morty? Oh, I think I am, but it takes it takes a long time, which yeah, is... I, mean, I, think, I think they've... But they've got their reputation up now. I don't think anyone worries no, that no, they're going to put $1,000 down and they're going to lose $1,000 and never see a game. Yeah, I agree. We learned that Stern is still the only company that can have a trailer, say a game's coming out, and then it's on the line and for sale. 
they're still the only ones who can do that. Yep. I'd like to see if another company could do that. It would be cool. Yeah. Jersey, Jersey Jack got close. I mean, at least with Willy Wonka, they had to promo for it, and it took a couple months. Yeah, but I but think it was their, I think it was their shortest period that they've ever had between reveal and actually making games. Yeah, it's still not good enough. Not good enough for Bruce. Nope. He hates all Jersey Jack games. No, I didn't say that. I'm just I'm I'm sick of. Well, wait a minute. Well, what what Jersey Jack games do you like? We know you don't like Waz. You don't like. I don't Hobbit. mind Waz. No, I don't mind Waz. You don't, I mind, don't mind Waz. Okay, you are dumb. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't like Hobbit. Hobbit's terrible. I don't mind. Dialed in. Dialed in. It's okay. Oh my God, he got so- okay. Okay, hold it's on. Okay. I'm, I'm marking it's this. Okay, on the recording. It's okay. Re- All right, recording. Yep. And uh, Willy Wonka. <sighs> it does nothing for me. I love the playfield. It shoots. I love great. the playfield. It shoots like a dream. The software is terrible. The rules are terrible. You know, we can't get, just keep saying things are terrible. Why is it terrible? And what would you do to fix it, Bruce? More video, get more of freaking assets. The back glass screen, when you look at games like even Munsters, like all the other games, Batman 66, you know, even Aerosmith with the originality of the stuff, at least they were different screens. Seeing the same, I'm I'm afraid that if you own a Willy Wonka, you're going to have burn in on your screen because you're going to see the same structure of the chocolate factory three quarters of the time. It's just very plain, very boring. Yes, you get some little skits, and sometimes you get some different stuff, but it's not as... But what's wrong with the rules that you don't like, and how would you improve them? I don't even know how to improve them. It's just not a fun game. It's not a fun... It shoots incredible. Don't get me wrong. It shoots incredible. It's just not a fun game. And for me, who loves Keith Johnson games, it's a disappointment. It's not Keith Johnson, though. I thought it was. He, no. He, it's, not, it's not Keith. Keith did Pirates. Okay. Which is another disappointment. Okay. okay. Well, you love Keith Johnson games? How is that a disappointment then? Yeah, the, the game, I just don't like, it just left a bad taste in my mouth waiting for. Okay. Sorry. Sorry so long, you know, before it actually, you know, came out and all the things they took away from it and it had such potential. And then it just, so, uh, with Jersey so, Jack. So the triple like, spinning disc just killed it for you. It did a little bit because it did make the ball go a little differently. It did have a great rule set with that where if you got something, it did it. But it's I, will, just... I will say people try to downplay that later. I was there at Expo when they yeah. brought the thing out, and one of the main things they plugged was oh, that a, triple disc yeah. to the yeah, point a, where in the booth they had the mech there where you could examine it and look at it because it was so cool. And then eight months later, they're backpedaling on two of their things in that game. Well, they it didn't work consistency. Consistently, and, so they and just the, pulled it. The, and then the chest issue, too. Yeah, that was weird. Do you think an opening chest would be easy? Not overly complicated, but who knows? And it's just, it, that's the problem I have with Jersey Jack. It's all, and they built, the build quality is very well. It really is. But it's like, we're going to do this, this, and this. And then, oh, shit. We didn't think about how our reliability is in this. Oh, let's take something back. Or we'll have to change something. Or, it just doesn't mesh with everything else. It just they have not gotten everything perfect in a game yet. They really have not. No, dialed in's perfect. No, it's not. Yes it is. No. It's awesome. You want to talk about a game where you know exactly what you're doing? That's it. It's beautiful. I will agree with that. But it's just uh I mean as opposed to I, I know 
everyone has what they like. You you like the Keith Johnson stuff. I do. And I mean, I think his rule sets or if you wanted someone whose rule sets are perfect for a home environment, who will keep you entertained for hours on end, he's the guy. Yep. But his typical is is typical that what what he'll do is it's all stacking. Yes. You get like, you know, 10 things stacked on top of each other where every single shot in the game is lit and then you just go crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's just not that's never been my thing. Because no. I'm look at it, it's like every single shot is lit. You know, I, I'd rather have like the old school, like I'm doing things. There's one shot that's lit. Like one thing I really liked about, I think I mentioned this before, like the the Ghostbusters code redo. Certain times when like the mini wizard modes are ready, all the lights go off and literally just start strobing one shot. Like hit this. Yeah. It's like okay. I mean, it's making it very apparent what I'm supposed to do. And that's another reason I love Dialed In because like every mode has a character. It tells it's very obvious what you're supposed to shoot. It's not overly complicated, but it's still deep. I mean, there's like tons of different disaster modes. Yeah. There's multiple mini wizard modes. It's super fun. It's got good humor. I mean, I know some people don't get the theme, and that kills it. I mean, I can't see that thing does well in location because no one's no, gonna under, no, no one's gonna understand the theme. No one's gonna get it. No one's you know, is this about a phone? I don't get it. But I knew what they were going for when I played the prototype. I could see it, and I was all in, and I was not disappointed. But like even with the the you know, remember they were touting the phone app. Hey, you can use your flippers with your phone. Yeah, you could you yeah you could still use your phone to know, flip the flippers. Dead, you know. Now they're doing with the uh, with the Bluetooth for headphones. Have you heard them really talk about it now since they announced this? Not really. It's like they tell you all this great stuff that's going to come out, and then it's never like they don't make the finish line. It's like you ran a marathon, you went twenty six point one miles, and you went ah, I'm going to stop here. But, oh no no! You got point one more miles to go. You're almost there. You can see the you can see the banner. Ah! <laughs> ah! Wow, it's turned I'm into done. a, a Jersey done. Jack <laughs> matching session. This isn't fun. I'm gonna go get some lunch. I'll see you guys later on. Uh, that's what it's like. It really. Uh, that's why I cannot get into Jersey Jack. At least I will say one thing. Even though I bash Spooky a ton, you know that I do. He at least follows through with everything he says he's gonna do. So far, he has. He really has. Oh my God! A positive. I'm, I'm sorry. Positive, I'm, I'm in positive. shock. I, I may need to end the podcast now. Wow. And honestly, Stern does the same thing sometimes with rules and everything like that. What? Where they promise something? Yeah, and then they don't come through. It's like, uh, yeah, but but Jersey Jack is the worst. So Bruce has been further demoted to Buck Private in the yes. Stern Army. But it, at least Stern is learning from that. They are getting away from that they're giving us the rules even though three years you have to wait at least they're trying with jersey jack it's like gary stern of old once it's off the line i don't think about it okay it really is and it gets old and then that makes me not want to buy a product from him when there's issues with it like everyone did it in the mid of the decade where where's my code fixed the damn code for Stern, and now they're actually doing that. Yeah, because they hired a bunch of programmers. Exactly, and they are addressing the problem. Other companies like, you know, Jersey Jack are just going, yeah, we're done. And they do go back sometimes on codes when it's a big bug, but it's just they push out the innovation and then they don't finish the innovation. 
they left money on the table with Pirates, too. Oh, yeah, totally. Because when, when that finally came out, people actually liked it. Oh, people were like, but, but, yeah, but, but then as soon as it wasn't available anymore, then they really liked it, and now they wanted it. It's like, when are you putting that back on the line? Like, nope, Wonka time. And Wonka, and think about it. That was the worst thing for them. Wait a sec. We have people now that want our buyer game the first time ever, but no, we're not going to do that because we only have one. Oh, no, we have two lines, and that second line is running Yellow Brick Road Wizard of Oz. Which they seem to have a license into Infinity. Exactly. But but still, you ran four versions of this fucking game. Stop. Go back, put pirates on the fucking line, sell 500 more, and maybe make some money off that fucking license. Don't be stupid. Bruce Rant, you heard it here. This is terrible. The company, they knee-jerk everything. That's another thing about Jersey Jack. Oh, you know, this doesn't look right. This look. Oh my god, we're going to change this whole fucking thing. Let's delay the machine more and more and more. Okay, and Bruce. More so more. to end our decade review, don't buy Jersey Jack. Oh no! Wow, the views expressed by Bruce Nightingale are not necessarily those of Ron Hallett, who loves his dialed in. By the way, what is your favorite game of the decade? So from 2010 to 2019, what does Bruce think was the best game? Best. Well, let's do it two. Let's do two ways. Best game. And best value. How's that? Best game and best value. Like value for your buck. Like if you bought a game back in, I'm going to bring it up. Best value for the whole thing, Iron Man. When you bought oh, that, yeah. It, yeah. when you bought that, it was four thousand dollars. Yeah, probably thumped, thirty-eight, thirty-nine hundred yeah. from a distributor. Now it's yeah. Yeah, and guess what? It still makes a ton of money on location. It's still a great game. You made a ton of money. That and Tron. Those two games were the best value for the, your Oh, buck. there you go. So they're the best value. I'll agree with you on both. So what was your favorite game of the decade? The mo- One of the most expensive ones, Batman 66. Really? That's your favorite? Out of all these games, that's the one that's like, that yeah. That has really been, honestly, Ron, since I have it at the bar, more people, honestly, it is now the number one game at my bar. But it's your favorite. It is my favorite because it actually is so deep. The shots are really growing on me. It's just really incredible. Okay. How about you? Value? You agree with my value? Oh, yeah. I agree with the value completely there. My favorite? Deadpool. Okay. that's Honestly, I can't argue with that. That's a great game. Get me next year and ask me that when I've had more time. But as yeah. of right now, Deadpool. Yeah. But honestly, even a pro is a good value. Deadpool Pro is a great value. I agree, 100%. Yeah. I didn't even mention the incredible artwork. Yeah, I love the artwork. I think the artwork is actually one of the best parts of it. Even though they're using like the 16-bit graphic look, how perfect it is, yep. the hilarious animations on the game. Yep, I think it's oh, yeah. a great overall game. It's a home run. And I, lo- I cannot wait for my distributor, Knox Amusements, to switch me out and get me one. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here. And and what location? The Silverball Saloon in East Rochester, New York, 135 West Commercial Street. Be there, RB Square. Thanks, everybody. This has been episode 138, and I have a little note here to make sure I actually plug our email and website addresses, which I haven't done the last couple episodes because I suck. You suck. And while uh, Bruce probably looks up the name that he's going to say, I'm giving him some time. Oh, he already has it. it. He already has it. Okay. Thank you. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Hi, Zach. Hi, Zach. Hi, Steve Bound. Hi, Steve Bound. Fun with bonus, everybody. Hi, Jeff. 
Jeff Teolis, thank you again for Pinball Profile for doing the uh, tournament at the Silver Ball Saloon. Thanks, Mrs. Pin, Dr. Pin, for the uh, the Christmas cards. Yep, Crystal, Pinball Princess, Steffi. Everybody yes. we could think of. We are the Slam Till Podcast. Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> Merry fucking Happy fucking New Year. <laughs> we could be really... Fuck the balls. <laughs> Shut my balls. bitch. That's right, the South Park Christmas. I, I watch that every year. Yes, we that do. Little, that little short, the short, it's like a very yes, short, three, yeah. It's minutes, yeah. You know, Christmas is all about one thing, Bruce. Presents. Christmas is about presents. Presents. Yes. Uh, we can be found at slamtillpodcast.com. That's slamtillpodcast.com. You go on the upper right, it has all our links. We have a Twitch. I streamed, actually, the Varney Cup. There's mm-hmm. a VOD out there for that if you want to see me win for whatever reason. Next year, we'll be doing your comments and your stuff, your suggestions for the show. We're going to start planning that for January. Yes, we are going to start using some new segments. It's going to be exciting. As I was going to say every year, thank you, Ron. Thank you, Bruce. You do most of the work. I am just a pretty fucking face. Well, you do way more work at the bar, so I still win. I have a feeling. Yeah. I I get something called sleep. Yeah, I well, I got home last night at three. Yeah, I figured, and I was up at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was at the bar at ten to do this. We can be reached at slamtillpodcast at gmail dot com. That's slamtillpodcast at gmail dot com. Again, slamtillpodcast dot com has all our links. And don't forget to vote for us for the Twippies. Uh, yeah, but whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Come on. We, we all know who's winning that category. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Robert Frost. The poet? No. Oh. Oh my. Oh my.